Okay, it depends how you present it, of course. First of all, I mean, it's a fact. I mean, I mean, if the, uh, uh, how would I say, the other side, our opponent, the opposition today, government yesterday, would have had the opportunity of having uh, the dairy with them in the coalition, you would never see their quotes that you see today, the protest, etc., etc. Now, concerning dairy by itself. Dairy, you know, when he had this... Uh, 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 when he left politics, I mean, when he had this uh, uh, agreement, if you want, with this agreement, he never said that he will not come back. And we had elections on the 1st of November. More than 400,000 people uh, voted for Schatz, who had 11 seats. And Schatz was led by whom? By Arya Derry. So it was known, it was a fact that Arya Derry is coming back. It is also, uh, I'm con- I am confident by seeing his past as a, min- as a minister, as a, as a senior member in Israeli government, that there is going to be a very, very important element in our next, in our, com- in, in our actual government. And therefore, all I see right now is a much ado about nothing, a lot of noise, and it's all political. And I'm also almost convinced that you will see that the decision of the Supreme High Court will coincide with what I'm saying right now, with what I think. I'll be very much surprised if the decision will be different. It doesn't look good, though, does it? Particularly if you're looking from the outside world, a man convicted on two separate criminal charges, taking up a position as a senior minister, and soon, maybe in a couple of years, in charge of the finance ministry? No, you know, the outside world has other things, other matters to uh, deal with. You know, when I read Israeli media, I have the impression that uh, that all what they do right now is, is, is international media dealing with Israel and being all shocked by every decision, everything we're making. No, I don't think it is totally correct. It's the second event, by the way, this week, that people are saying, my God, the world is amazed, the world is shocked, the world is perplexed, uh, including Benvi, who went to Temple we'll, Mount. We'll come to that and, in know, a minute. And, and as you know, I was a foreign editor and, for, and an editor-in-chief, so I was in the media for many, many years. So I can look by myself at media being in France, in England, in Italy, in America. My God, I haven't seen anything in any, any, any wire while Israeli media was saying, quoting, that all the world is like uh, 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 overraged. Well, that's okay. not true. The, the the visit to the Temple Mount was widely reported. But let's come yeah, now... Not in, the way, not, not in the way it was reflected in Israeli media. Believe me, I know what I'm talking about. You Let, let's come now to the um, dramatic um, uh, declaration last night by the new Justice Minister, Levin, um, shifting or an attempt, uh, a plan to shift uh, very significantly, the powers from the uh, judicial branch back to the uh, legislative branch. Um, do you believe, as the opponents claim, that this is under will undermine Israeli democracy in a very fundamental way? On the contrary, exactly the contrary. This all what is happening right now, or the decision of the reform that we have promised to our voters, and voters have decided. That I have to remind you again: we had elections only on the first of November. And the uh, conservative uh, uh, camp has won, has gained 64 mandates. I mean, this is, was very, very clear. That was a clear, clear, clear decision. And during the campaign, I was campaigning myself, you know, primaries and elections, we were talking about those reforms. So people knew what we were talking about. Another thing you should remember, the, uh, for, the, the former Ministry of Justice, uh, uh, Mr. Gidon Tsar, he himself wanted to make reforms. And even what you call the override rule that shocks so much everybody right now, this is something that, on the contrary, I mean, for years, Ministry of Justice, of, of, I think of Rubinstein, I think of Tadok, decades ago, said that there was this uh, intention of, of making this uh, reform, but it wasn't done. Now, you're saying about democracy. Let's think. I mean, at the end of the day, let's think in a very uh, basic way, very uh, direct way. At the end of the day, what is the conflict, if you want, the conflict between uh, judiciary and the uh, parliament in Israel is who has the last word. All this override decision is who has the, right, the last word. And I do believe that in democracy, 
It's the people. It's the people. It's the people who vote. It's the citizens by themselves. I mean, this is democracy by itself. Yet, yet, you can tell me right now. Yes, but you need, of course, I mean, this God, this protector, this protector. And this is why we need the Supreme High Court. This is why we need a strong uh, uh, justice system in Israel. And all of these reforms are not against the judiciary. On the contrary, it's in order to strengthen them, because you can see in every survey you do right now, how much the percentage of trust of the citizens to the judiciary right now is low. Only the uh, democratic uh, 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 institute in the last survey they had a few uh, months ago, I think, 25% only. So believe me, this was only add to the trust. Now, another thing that you should add, I mean, there were like uh, uh, Ministry of Justice, uh, Yariv Levin, spoke about four reforms yesterday. We spoke, of course, of this uh, override decision, but there were others. I mean, the council, the judiciary council that every uh, minister has, that is, is he the one to decide or is he the one to serve his minister? Of course, the way you, you choose judges, uh, and, and, and these were three uh, of the four, of course, I mean, the, the way you choose judges, and also this assumption uh, uh, assumption uh, uh, that the judge can assume, assume, and according to his assumption, whether you take this decision or not. So. All those reforms are totally logical. I see, I mean, the citizens are expecting those reforms, and it will only strengthen Israeli democracy on the contrary. I can understand the uh, opposition. Of course, every, anything we do, anything, any decision we will take, for them, it's the end of democracy, the end of the world. But, you know, we had elections only a month ago. When Israel is criticized in international forums, many of them quite hostile to Israel, such as the UN and the Human Rights Court, etc., uh, the, uh, the Israeli representatives, including the prime minister himself, often state quite clearly that Israel has a robust and independent judiciary and therefore uh, will not be judged by the outside world, by anybody. Will Israel still be able to claim this if these reforms go through? But of course, of course, on the contrary, we're strengthening democracy. We're not weakening the judiciary. We're strengthening the democracy. That is the only thing. But of course, uh, this is a fact in Israel. Everything that has to do with the right wing, with the conservative, not only Netanyahu, I, saw, I remember, I mean, I'm old enough to remember during Begin time and Shamir time, every time conservatives are doing anything in this country, immediately it's the end of democracy. Today, honestly, it makes us smile, and we're continuing to strengthen our democratic system in Israel. I'll give you an example, only to be precise, and I'll tell the world. I mean, the way that you, judges choose judges, for example, for the Supreme High Court, where do you find this? I mean, you find this only in Israel and in India. Another thing, the fact that, I mean, you cannot, uh, uh, you cannot cancel a law. So I would say, I mean, I'll give some countries that say, yeah, but Israel doesn't have a constitution. Great Britain, I mean, also doesn't have a constitution. And I don't believe that the Supreme High Court in England can overrule or, 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 or cancel a law uh, accepted by the Parliament of England. And I think that, in, that England is a, or Great Britain is a democracy. But when it comes to Israel, immediately, I mean, my God, what is the world going to say? No, the world is going to say a very uh, perfect democracy, a vivid democracy, and a democracy that protects itself, but a democracy in the Jewish state. You mentioned this final question. You mentioned uh, the uh, visit by uh, National Security Minister Ben Gavir to the Temple Mount this week. You've also mentioned in all your interviews since uh, the new government was elected the uh, expectation of expanding the circle of peace, the Abraham Accords, and we know that Saudi Arabia is the jewel in the crown when it comes to that. Yet straight after the Ben Gavir visit, we had Saudi Arabia condemning Israel. We had the United Arab Emirates condemning Israel. The prime minister cancelled his trip to Abu Dhabi. Uh, surely moves such as this visit are only undermining the chances of expanding the circle of peace. 
Okay, so first of all, let's start from the beginning. I tend to believe that the cancelling of the uh, trip to, uh, or postponing, it's not cancelling, it's postponing the trip. I don't think that it's really, I mean, that was the cause, but again, I won't get into it right now. I do agree with you that ever since, I mean, uh, uh, this government, uh, the, the new government uh, uh, started uh, working here in Israel, which is an excellent thing, uh, uh, the, the, the desire, the wish, I mean, the, the big challenge is adding other countries, of course, to the Abraham Accord. I do also believe that if uh, Netanyahu would have continued, would have, have to leave his role as prime minister, we would have had uh, other countries. I even know, I know by myself, about the very specific country that is right now on the, really on the edge, <laughs> and it's not Saudi Arabia. Can you tell us what country it is? Uh, there is one I cannot. I'm sorry, I cannot. But there is one that is really, I mean, the chances are very high. And I'm so happy about it. And, 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 and I wish, I mean, because, look. Is it a country you had a personal relationship with? No, 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 no. I will, no, no. I, I will tell you one thing. My generation was a generation where, my generation was a generation where you had an Arab coalition against Israel. And all of a sudden, you find yourself, after the Abraham Accord, you find an Arab coalition with Israel against Iran. That is a huge, huge change. Now, you said, and I remember also your question, because you linked it to the visit of uh, Mr. Benzir to the uh, Temple Mount. Look, I would, I, I would, I would challenge this, uh, this debate in a very different way. I will ask myself this question. Let's try to imagine now that I will tell you as a member of the Likud party that I don't think, I don't think that Muslim people can go to the Al-Aqsa Mosque. I mean, that would be shocking and correctly and rightly so. That would be shocking because any mosque, any Muslim religion that I respect a lot is entitled, is allowed to go to any uh, religious place that, I mean, any place that he believes that, 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 that that is important for him. Christian, exactly the same thing. I would never, ever, ever, ever think of, of, of closing a holy a place for Christians to my Christian population or to any Christian in the world who wants to come to a holy place. So why, why does Temple Mount, which is the holiest place for a Jew, why when a Jew goes to Temple Mount, it's provocation? You know, on the contrary, should we go or not to Temple Mount? This is a religious uh, question because you know that ultra-Orthodox don't think that we should go there, but I won't go into this uh, uh, debate right now. But the only thing is, I would like the world to think right now. Let's imagine now I go to France, and they have this very holy city in the south called Lourdes. And let's imagine I say right now, Protestant or whatever can't go to Lourdes because, or Spaniards or whatever you want. It will be shocking. Of course it will be shocking. So again, I think that the that we have to think differently. Now, there is another thing I would like to remind you about the international community that I respect a lot, and I want Israel to be respected the same way I respect them. In 2016, UNESCO, you know, UNESCO, it is a very, very, very respectful uh, institution. Well, UNESCO in 2016, in the declaration, found that there is, or declared, that there is no linkage between Jerusalem and the Jewish people. So sometimes, you know, the Jewish, the, the international community, I mean, if you take everything they say, or if we have to behave, 100% according to their expectations, I won't have uh, uh, Jerusalem be divided. And if I would even think of some Arab uh, radical states, my son can't even go to his school in Tel Aviv as, as, as an Israeli, but as a foreigner. So again, proportions, always proportions. So in short, finally, you believe the damage done to Israel's standing in the region by the visit, and it undoubtedly was damage, will only be short-lived? No, look, look. As I said again, I mean, we live in a world and we have to cooperate. And I would like uh, Israel to be, I mean, uh, uh, the image of my country in the world is so important. I have, as I said before, I am someone who respects, respects the international community. And this is why also I want my country to behave in a way that is respected. But sovereignty, and this is maybe the key element that you have to remember. 
made it for many years, Israel has explained to the world. I mean, we're, for example, in Judea and Samaria because of security reasons. One day I was in the Oval Office with President Trump when he was president, and I remember we spoke of the S word. And, we, and I, I told the president at the time, it was after an interview or during a, and I said, you know, uh, uh, Mr. President, everybody's talking about the S word as the security, and that is why we're in uh, uh, Ariel or Kameshomon or, or, or Eli in, in Judea and Samaria. No, sir. We are there because of the S-word, sovereignty. And I think that we should, on the contrary, uh, uh, speak more to the world about the sovereignty because I think that, unfortunately, we're trying always to put security on top and we forgot the sovereignty, which is so important. This is why we're here.